0: This is RDQI. Hey Dave, what's the longest streak you've ever
1: had? Well, that's a good question actually. Um, I can think of a recent streak that you and I both just broke. Uh, so I'm sure <laughs> listeners good. know that we tend to we try and put out an episode every week and we've always uh <clears throat> I think we when did we miss it the first time? I think it was a couple of weeks ago, if not a month or two.
0: I just like to think uh, but that we are we, taking the month of August off. Let's just put it that way. Yeah.
1: Yeah, there we go. <laughs> So we were, we were going strong and you know, putting out an episode every week. It was kind of our personal goal. And uh, I think both of us can probably admit that it was a little disappointing when we missed that first week. It was sort of unavoidable. You know. We, we, we try and, and create a backlog of episodes, so we've got a couple just in case you know, we have a vacation or, or something. But I think we had a vacation. We didn't have one in the backlog. It was just a busy week for both of us. We couldn't find the time. We both kind of knew, yeah, you know, we're going to have to miss this week. Yeah. I mean, that's how it went. Disappointing because, yeah, I mean, it probably, what, six, seven, eight months-ish of a streak that we had going. I have to say, I didn't feel too bad
0: personally in particular, mainly because I love this project for what we're doing in it. And, you know, we have our reasons, of course, and we've talked about that before. And so taking a break to kind of have a step back, to refresh, to kind of like look back at what we've accomplished, that's a pretty cool time. And I think... It's pretty useful now we could have been more strategic and created a better backlog so we could have sat back and relaxed while there was episodes still being published so yeah our system isn't quite uh, a smooth running machine just yet but I, I can see what you're saying but besides, okay besides rdqi though like what kind of a streak what was the last streak you remember keeping
1: um you I think you touched on something really interesting. I, I I have historically taken a very negative view or, or had a very negative relationship with streaks. Um, you know, if I think about exercise, so this was maybe a couple of years ago, so maybe not my most recent, but, you know, it's just recent enough. Um, I was running every single day. Not a huge amount, right? You know, three, four miles a day. Hey,
0: that's um, not bad. But
1: it was... Imp- yeah, I was, you know, I was in good shape. I was running every single day. And inevitably, you know, with any streak, um especially being myself and being just an inherently inconsistent person, I eventually broke that streak. And I just I I felt like I felt so much dissonance, so much internal angst about missing that. And it really caused me to continue the streak of missing days. Um, the motivating thing about streaks is that it pushes you to to keep that streak going when you really would rather not. So. In the middle of you know my thirty-five day streak for running, you know it was pouring rain, it was cold, I was tired, but I wasn't going to miss that streak. So I pushed myself to go out. After I had already missed one day, I would I would not run for the dumbest reason, like well, you know I have a little, I I, I coughed a couple times earlier, <laughs> so I don't know if I should, I don't know if I should run today. Sure,
0: yeah, okay. <clears throat>
1: And it almost becomes negatively reinforcing. Like, oh, well, I missed the day. Who cares? Like, I'll never, you know, be able to run fifteen miles in a row. Like, ah, forget it. Who like? And and if I'm never able to run fifteen miles, why bother bother running at all? Let me just sit on the couch and you know vegetate for the rest of my life. That's a um, good point. And and. And I and I know that about myself, so I tried to take a healthier approach to streaks. And this missing this you know podcast was was good practice for me because I still felt very disappointed. I don't think you know that's that's just something that's kind of ingrained in me. I don't know if I um, am ever going to completely be able to step away from that. But I really f- tried to focus on the positives instead not oh well we missed a podcast we might as well give up on this endeavor altogether no focus on the fact that for eight months we put out a podcast every single day that's pretty impressive
0: every single week but yeah <laughs> <laughs> every,
1: <laughs> every single week every day geez we would be talking about uh, we'd be really stretching for topics at this point hey ryan what's your favorite uh freshwater Ice cream fish hopping <laughs> I love freshwater how we, fish is way better exactly I love how we both
0: picked what's your favorite food item of a really narrow slice oh that's great
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> no I, I okay so you bring up a really good point and to the maybe the psychology of streaks let's call it um, very loosely but yeah okay 35 days in a row running but you missed the 36th day all of a sudden, you're starting at square one again. And I think, that's, I think that's unhealthy. I think that's a really bad way to think about life. Um, and here's why. Because exactly what you're bringing up. If you miss day 36, all of a sudden, you're back to day one, which psychologically tells you that you're back to the beginning. But that's, I mean, in the case of you running that many days in a row, that's a total fallacy. Taking a day off is actually probably a good thing for your body to get some rest. Right? right. So when you get back to running, it's not like you're back at day one. You're really at day 30, you know, 36. You just took a day off. That's all. And I mm. think if it, if, if your motivation is so tied to keeping a streak alive and your motivation can crumble when the streak dies, then I think the underlying, uh, maybe goal or maybe idea that you're really pursuing wasn't actually strong enough like you weren't standing on a good enough foundation um so to speak from like a i guess a quasi psychological perspective um does that make You're sense
1: you 100% it totally does um you know if if any if the only thing that's motivating you is you know increasing this one specific number i mean You know, unless you are that hyper type A hustle culture personality, which I frankly think is a very unhealthy personality, which might be another topic for another time. um, But you're going to miss a streak. You're going to miss a day, and like you said, in in many cases, missing a day is very healthy. Um, I I have gone through other periods of my life where I have been incredibly active, and you know, some like this this 35 day thing was in a response to to not. Exercising and not eating very well, so I was, you know, pushing myself with this kind of external motivation. And that's a great discipline
0: for a for a short amount of time. Absolutely,
1: right. But when I've been healthier, I have just sort of naturally exercised most days. And when I did decide to take a day off and and just like either be a couch potato or you know go out drinking with a bunch of friends and eating, you know unhealthy <laughs> yep All i saw it I, saw it I saw it so good though yeah you and i go into the publican for a charcuterie board and what was supposed to be a couple of drinks turns into oysters
0: charcuterie cheese yeah yep it's a, it was such a good time though
1: oh yeah but but that's but that's how I thought about it. I thought, "Oh, you know what? Like this is a positive experience rather than feeling this dread and guilt and disgust for missing an exercise day." It was no 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 no. This is, you know, exercise feels great, eating well feels great. Um but if you're doing that every day to the exclusion of these other things that you enjoy in life, that's not good living in my opinion. I think you need to have those indulgent days, but even more important is you need to be able to truly enjoy those indulgent days. And if you have guilt about it, you're not enjoying it.
0: Yeah, okay, you got a really you got a really good point there. I mean, obviously there there's an ebb and flow. You can't have the highs without the lows, right? So there has to be some cyclical nature to your life. It's just going to happen. So maintaining a streak maybe for a short term like to really like to get your your act in order, you know to instill a little discipline in your life. That makes total sense to me. Like, you know, a monthly goal to run every day. I think that's great. I think if you're trying to extend that goal to, for the rest of my life, I'm going to run every day. It's like, okay, that's easy now. Like, life is complicated. That that goal is probably not attainable. And if you set yourself a goal that is not attainable and... You endeavor to actually achieve that goal, like you're just setting yourself up for failure at the very least, but even more so, like there can be a lot of side effects to failing, uh, especially repeatedly. That could be really, I mean, I guess what I'm trying to say is I'm never going to break a four minute mile. I would be happy to break a seven minute mile, you know, but telling Mm -hmm. myself like, you know what, I'm going to hit a goal of breaking a mile in six minutes. That is probably a very silly goal, mainly because I don't have enough time in my life per my other goals to devote to training my body to hit a six minute mile, right? So I don't have time for it. I don't, and and quite honestly, I don't think I have the physical ability even in and of itself to do it. So if I set (laughs) that as my goal, like you're just shooting yourself in the foot there, Ryan, like there's, I don't, it seems like that would just be a hindrance to your life. Whereas... I think my thinking around goal setting has changed recently, in particular because of this one author, James Clear. Uh, He wrote the book Atomic Habits. He has a great website. Just check out jamesclear.com. But the idea is that goals are problematic for a lot of reasons and motivations. One of them basically is this. Every Olympian is trying to get a gold medal, right? But in every event, only one person actually gets the gold medal. Which is obvious. It's like, okay, Ryan, tell me something else (laughs) I don't know. But think about that. If you have, let's say, 16 Olympians who make it to the finals of an event, all 16 of them justifiably feel that they can win the gold, right? But only one of them will. So if all of them psychologically are carrying the weight of like, my only goal is to get a gold medal, 15 of them are going to end up utterly failing their goals. And they will have spent their life to get to that moment. And you could see how if, depending on that person's psychological state, whatever else is going on in their life, that, um, that failure could hit them in a way that emotionally spins them out of control in their own life outside of the Olympics. That's an extreme example, of course, but it is potentially possible. Whereas if you're an Olympian who is saying my goal is to be the best triathlete. My goal is to be the best 400 meter sprinter. My goal is to be the best whatever. Then you're embodying trying to better yourself on a daily basis through like a system of thinking rather than a goal that you're trying to set. And if you win the gold medal, of course you're going to be, you You will feel like you've achieved what you set out to achieve. But even if you win the bronze, then you could say like, this is the best I could have done. And it becomes a different perspective rather than like the goal is the is the end it's like no the idea of who i want to be is the end and i will just continue to be that person day by day by day which is kind of like carrying a streak but in a slightly different like from a different angle though if that makes any sense
1: it it does i think well <clears throat> this is it's such a it's it's a very very different mindset, and yet to me it's such a subtle shift in thinking. I, as you were talking, I was just thinking about Talladega Nights. You're not <laughs> first, you're last. Yep. Um, because you know, a, a lot of uh, people competing in the Olympics. To take your example, um, they anything less than gold is a failure. Whereas, you know, somebody could easily go into that to say silver is not a failure. Silver means you are better than everybody in this event, save one person. Exactly. Not bad. Um, but I think there would be, I, the problem becomes is there's a um, a narrative from, you know, what call what you will, the high achievers, hustle culture, etc. That says, you know what, though? if you don't have the feeling that if you're not first you're last you'll never be first you know if you think second is okay then you're never gonna then you're always gonna come in second and I don't think that narrative maybe that narrative is right I don't particularly care because I don't want to be first in anything I just want to be you know my my best self and I think that's very likely the healthiest thing I don't think a lot of the number ones in various fields lead to terribly healthy lives. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, um, got a point there. Yeah. But
1: but I think you're dead on with that, you know, with that description. And it's this just very subtle change in thinking. If you if you try and run uh every day for a month and every single month you fail, but you end up running like 27, 28 days over the course of a year, that's success, but it is technically failure based on your goal right so it's almost like goal setting is the crux of what we're trying to talk about here
0: well i mean that's what a streak is right is keeping a goal alive on a daily monthly weekly whatever your time scale is basis so yeah i guess what i guess what we are saying is uh goal setting goal setting is a helpful tool that can also hurt you just as much potentially
1: in my running example, how do you set that goal? Hey, run most days a month. Well, what does that mean? <laughs>
0: well, so here's uh, – I'm glad you asked that question because I think it digs into maybe a better way of thinking about goals. My first question is, well, why do you want to run every day this month? Like what's the underlying motivation for you to actually affect this change in your life? You know, why are you well, – th- why are you instilling this discipline upon yourself if you can answer that question i think you're pretty close to figuring out your system of like how you want to be who you want to be
1: so i mean if i'm you know if i want to run 30 days if i want to run for a full month i'm probably setting that goal cuz right now i'm running zero days so really my goal is i want to run more but but what does more mean <laughs> does that mean 15 days. Well, what if I only run 14 days? <laughs> sure. Yeah. It's still better than where I'm at. But if I, but, but on the other hand, if I run one day next month, well, technically that's better than where I am now. But I don't think I, you or I would consider that a success in any way. Right. And but I, th- I guess my point is it's hard to set a number.
0: Right. The quantification of the goal is tricky. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, I run into this all the time, especially with running. Um, so I use an app to track my running, mainly because I like to know, like, how long did I actually run? How fast did I run? You know, different little bits of detail that I think are interesting. Um, and it, and of course, it has a motivation section built into the, the app to help your psychology to make sure you keep using it. Um, you know, you can set weekly goals for distance, you know, that sort of thing, whether you're cycling or running or hiking, whatever activity it is. Um, you can receive kudos from your friends, which I do not engage with because I'm not there for the social purpose. It's literally just the data I want them to collect on my behalf. And of course they can, I'm sure they do whatever they want with it on their end. But anyways, that's a different conversation. Um, I find that very useful, but mainly why I run is, um, to keep me in, in shape generally. So this is my personal motivation, I think is to stay in, A general level of fitness, right? Like take care of my physical heart. I want to make sure that's working for a long time. Uh, Like a goal I do have is at 60, at least be able to run a 5k, you know, so in my 60th birthday, sometime within a year, I want to be able to run a 5k and feel good about it, you know, basically. So whatever Hmm. I can do to set myself up to get like, to maintain that to that point in my life is, is the motivation. And so sometimes you know, I will stick to my running goal that I set in this app. And sometimes I'll just fall off for like two or three months. Essentially, what we've been talking about is like, it's very easy to let that slip into my psychology is like, oh, I'm failing. But when I remember what my baseline motivation really is, which is to be able to run a 5k when I'm 60, right, which is a pretty ambiguous, sorry, right, which is a pretty definitive goal. But there are a million different ways you can get to that goal. And I think that flexibility helps me like stay on the path and actually keep doing it every day. Cause instead of thinking like, Oh, how am I going to hit my goal today? It's more like, how can I be the runner I
1: want to be today? I, I, I really, I really think there's a lot of wisdom in, in that. Um, <clears throat> So if I kind of paired it back in my own experience, it's more of a lifestyle goal than a goal to achieve in a given month. Because if you, you know, let's say I decide for the month of, uh, what's the next month? September. We're right at the beginning of September. And I'm going to run every single day. And I make that goal. Awesome. But then I stop completely. October 1st, I'm done. Well, what did you really accomplish? You know, I guess you have a number you can put on a... You your facebook status i really dated myself there who does that um but <laughs> but really what you're looking for is a lifestyle goal you know i want to be able to run a 5k at 60 or i mean i would even think about it for myself as i want to be able to at any given point run a 5k there you go yeah as long as I wake up, you know, if I wake up and I don't feel like exercising, I'm like okay, well, could I run a five k today? Yes, great, go ahead and skip this day. Um, but if you're just thinking every day, like yeah, I'm, I want to be healthy. Today I'm not going to be, but tomorrow I will, or maybe tomorrow I won't. Maybe I'll be unhealthy for a week, but I'm gonna get back. You know, I'm not gonna let myself lapse into, a, oh, now I have to get started again. Right,
0: exactly
1: yeah (laughs) unfortunately if i look back at my life i've set so many of these numerical goals that you know i guess there was some underlying motivation but it wasn't really all that strong really i was just trying to you know hit a hit a number hit you know so so i guess our our numerical goals can they be at all positive um and i'm i'm kind of in oh yes all right well why because i'm i'm almost siding towards no now
0: well but, but yeah, it's kinda like don't throw the baby out with the bathwater, I think. It like numerical goals, fixed goals, like on this date I will have done this. Those are still advantageous. Like they can still motivate you. But if you're <laughs> i guess what I'm trying to say is like if you just think about that one goal and not the reason for why you're trying to achieve the goal, then yeah, you'll probably will fail in the long term. It might take a year, it might take a decade to fail. But you probably will. All
1: right. Well, I agree with you, but let me rephrase the question: Are our nu- numerical streaks are they at all healthy? You know, perfect attendance, running every single day. Uh, I think you know. they can be.
0: Yeah, I think they can be. I mean, because in the sense that there's like a uh, there's a limit to the duration of the streak.
1: Well, so I don't I don't think so. I think inherent in the nature of a streak is that you know the first time you miss it for whatever time interval you have this streak planned out you have you've missed you you know you've got to start from zero again
0: yeah i guess what i'm trying to say is like if you if you haven't run in a year and you're just sitting on the couch and you say to yourself man i'm going to like i want to be a runner i want to have this as a part of my life then it's probably wise to make a short-term numerical goal as a way to give you some motivation like a way to tap into that motivation on a different tier, right? By a daily objective in this case to get like up and running. Oh, that's a terrible pun to like, to get going. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Dang it. Um, (laughs) But so like that short term, like, okay, I haven't ran in a a year and I want to run a 5k in three months. Okay. Let's say like, that's your, your goal. But the reason you want to do it is because you want to be a runner you know, that's the baseline motivation. Okay, great. Well, now you have a three-month target where you want to run a 5K. Okay, so how do you get there? And I think if you do strategically plan, like, okay, this week I'm going to run two miles. Next week I'm going to run three miles. The week after that it's going to be four miles. If you start to plan that arc for yourself, that can be a really effective discipline to approach the process of becoming a better runner so i don't think you can throw like numerical goals out completely but i think if all you have are numerical goals and you're not realizing the reason you have those goals i think at that point yeah you're you're setting yourself up to fail and just be kind of disappointed all in all
1: i i so i'm gonna argue against you a little bit there um i see where you're coming from i i'm still thinking that in general. For the you know greatest number of people, streaks, numerical streaks are probably not a good thing. And And here's why I say that. So you and I are probably on, you know, pretty far down the spectrum of having a very c'est la vie, attitude towards life, right? We we take it as it comes. I think you more so than me. I mean, you could have, you know, accidentally a streak of something like 300 days and kind of be proud of that, but then you'd miss one and you just have that personality that you're like, uh, eh, whatever. Yeah. C'est
0: la vie. What? Yeah, exactly.
1: Mm-hmm. I would care a little bit more. <laughs> I still have the Say la vie attitude, but there's just something in me that would be like, uh, it, it would just, it would bristle. It, it you Which know. is a great quality uh,
0: to have. Sometimes I wish I had more of that quality, for sure.
1: It can be helpful, but it can also be very destructive. Like, you know, so many of my numerical streaks have been very destructive. And I think for a lot of people... If you set a short term goal to run every day for thirty days, when you get to day thirty one, you're like, "I'm not going to break my streak," and then it becomes this obsessive trap. And it might look healthy from the outside, like oh, sixty days running every day, great." I mean, I, that's better than not running at all. But I, I, you know, it can it can become kind of an obsession where you would pass up on probably better opportunities because you don't want to break the streak of running. Um, or, you know, you fail after a hundred days and then it just puts you into this spiral of like, oh God, I'm so useless. I can't even keep a streak going for a hundred days. Um, I, I, I don't know if that's, if that's healthy. I think you have to have that personality where a numerical streak can serve as a motivating tool, but you're not going to just sink the ship if you miss a day, like you have to allow for life and i don't i think that's very difficult to do i think it puts most minds into it into some kind of an unhealthy mental state or trap
0: We're, well i think you're spot on here i don't i'm not saying that this balance that you have to strike between your motivation and the discipline to achieve your motivation i don't think the balance between those two things is easy it's probably one of the hardest things for anyone to do i, I mean in my own life i struggle with it on a daily who doesn't struggle with this on a daily basis but I think, I guess what I was trying to say is that if you're just making, uh, if you just are aspiring to be a better runner, and you don't ever set yourself any numerical goals, um, then your framework, your the discipline that you're enacting in your life is just l- more loose. And there's nothing inherently wrong with that. I mean, that's entirely reasonable, depending on what the motivation for your goal is, though. But if you are trying to better yourself in some significant way, and if that means like shaving time off of your mile, um, something that you can actually track quantitatively, if that is a part of your motivation, then I think at some point you will have to bring in data-driven goals or numerically driven goals.
1: So right now I'm trying to pick up a regular exercise habit after living, you know, not super healthy during the pandemic. And there have been number of times in my life where I have just been active most days for no other reason than I enjoyed living that lifestyle. I, you know, I loved going for a bike ride or going for a run or doing, you know, doing some exercise. It was just part of the things that I enjoyed in that day I loved living healthy. So if I think about myself I have I have been in states where I haven't needed a numerical goal because I'm just living that healthy habit every day inherently. It's just part of part of who I am yeah um, and I've had you know periods of time like now where I'm not embodying those healthy habits and those healthy thoughts. I'm I'm trying to think back at okay well how did I transition between those states and I don't really have a good memory of that did I did I start with some sort of numerical goal that kind of pushes me out the door and and you know gives helps me build up that discipline I I think probably but what I what I struggle with is you know numerical goals might be helpful and just getting you started right starting the engine getting that inertia going mm-hmm. but then they quickly become very unhealthy when you're in the streak and you can't break it anymore so how do you effectively transition from that numerical goal to simply living and breathing that lifestyle every day I feel shame.